Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. Now, here's your host, Derek Kenny. Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. Today is going to be a little bit different. A lot of our episodes in the past have been virtual which I want to thank all our past guests for indulging me online and doing those virtual interviews. But we're trying to get more physical. The world's getting more physical. The county's getting more physical. We're in the new, hopefully new normal. And speaking of new normal, I'm at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair. And a normal part of most of our August have been coming to the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds and having a good time with our family and our friends. And speaking of friends... I'm here with Marty Zverchek. He's the executive director of the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds. Marty, how are you today, sir? Doing well, Derek. Thanks for having me here. Well, thank you for being here, Marty. And you are joined by Sarah. Sarah, how are you? Doing great. All right. All right. Um, Marty, let's, let's jump into it right away. What's happening this year at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds? What can people look forward to at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds this year? And what's this about the nine best days of summer? Well, the sights, the sounds, and the smells of the fair are back. We'll have uh, Powers Great American Midways here with over 40 rides, uh, some addressed as as kitty rides and some as super spectaculars. We'll have a variety of foods and, and hundreds and hundreds of farm animals for folks to come and visit, uh, learn about agriculture, our 4-H Children will be here with their animals. Um, They'll be able to teach folks about um, how the animals are raised, how they live their lives, and how they are part of our food chain. Wow. Wow. Let's let's, let's delve down into some of this. Uh, We're talking about the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair. What are some of the the things that happen people can look forward to in different areas? So let's start with the, the, the carnival area of the fair. What can people look forward to this year from the Carnival area, the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair? Well, as everyone knows, the fair in 2019 or 2020 was canceled. And as a result of that, um, our Carnival operator had plenty of time to, um, to look at his rides. So they've repainted all the rides. They've gone over every mechanical and physical part of the rides. The Maryland Department of Labor Licensing and Regulation will be here to inspect the rides. So we, we will have a very safe carnival for everyone to get on the rides. Um, they'll have a variety of foods in the carnival area, and we'll have a variety of foods outside the carnival area. So uh, between the food, the amusements, the animals, the, um, the friendship, the socializing, and the cultural activities that are associated with the fair will be here just like they were in 2019. Okay, so you say one of my favorite words, food. What can we look forward to from the agricultural fairgrounds in terms of food? What's, what, is, what is fair food? And what, what are some of the items that we can't find in the, in the menu at a local restaurant or our favorite fast food uh, location? I'm going to turn this over to Sarah. All right, Sarah. So one of our all-time favorite foods that we have here is we have a donut burger, which the people that get that tend to rave about. And that's something that you really won't find many other places. Other than that, we have the other favorite foods such as cotton candy, corn dogs, hot dogs, hamburgers. We have a variety of vendors. It's not just fair food. We have some gyros, steak and cheeses. If you want food, you'll find plenty of it around here. All right. All right. Now, speaking of food, so after you leave the carnival area and you come down a little bit, there's a whole 
slew of food vendors. And of course, I think this year you even have Asian food and Tex-Mex and Latin food. Um, but right across from there, this is this huge, uh, I want to say it's a stadium. Uh, so what's happening in that stadium and what, what can people look forward to this year and those attractions in the stadium area? Yeah, so we have our grandstand entertainment in our stadium. We have some free entertainment, such as ATV racing, that you can go in and see. We also have our demolition derby, our renegade demolition, and our, our renegade monster trucks, as well as our demolition derby. And you can pay to go see those. It's a great show that we have every year. And you can also find more about that on our website. We have a list of our free entertainment, as well as our paid entertainment. Now, what is your, what is your website address, and, and how can people get... I guess, can they find more information about what's going on at the fair on the website? And uh, and can they also buy tickets? Or how do they buy tickets? Yeah, our website is one of the best ways to find information about our fair. It has our most recent and up-to-date information. The website address is www.mcagfair.com. And you can find all the updates on there. You can buy tickets on there, which we recommend buying tickets online because it's cheaper if you're an adult, which is ages 12 and over, it's $12 for a ticket online versus if you buy it in person here, it's going to be $15 at the gate. All right, all right. We also have an app. Yeah, we also have an app as well, and you can use that to look for tickets. You can view our fair schedule. You can see what different food vendors, sponsors. It's available on Apple and for Androids as well. All right. So when you're thinking about the fair, you're thinking about several things, of course. You're thinking about the carnival rides, you're thinking about the, the fair food, and you're thinking about the, the monster trucks and all the excitement there with the diesel engines and the room room. But you're also thinking about cute, cuddly animals or big, big, intimidating animals. Let's talk about what's going on with the animals, what animals can families look forward to seeing, and what type of ag education uh, surrounding the, the animals at the ag fair can people look forward to? Our 4-H uh, children who belong to the various breed clubs, the beef club, the sheep and swine club, the rabbit club, the poultry club, uh, raise animals throughout the year in order to prepare them to come to the fair. And while they're here at the fair, the, the children are with their animals and they're able to teach folks about those particular animals, how those animals are born, how they are raised, and how they become part of our food chain. It's a, it's a good opportunity to learn about where our food comes from uh, one of those pieces that uh, is very interesting to learn is in our milking parlor that uh, milk comes from cows, not from Safeway or Giant. And chocolate milk does not come from brown cows, Derek. I know you've thought that for quite a while. However, <laughs> chocolate milk is good. It's, it's great, but it does not come from a brown cow. Oh, man. I didn't, you, just, you, just, you just blew my mind there, Marty. You just blew my mind. All right, so so – Chocolate milk does that come from um, cows? I mean, from chocolate cows. So that's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. It was also good to know is that there's also bunnies, and I, I want to admit that I enjoy looking at the bunnies and and also going to see the the roosters, which are huge. When you see animals on TV, you don't have an idea of how cute they are, probably. Um, so when you see the little bunny rabbits and they're different types of iterations because there's not just one type of rabbit there there's all these different types of bunnies and again there's the four h's are there to describe and talk about them so if you have little ones come check out the bunnies and just tell them derek sent you from the what's happening moco podcast you will not be disappointed and uh what else is going on at the ag fair we actually have another part of the fair that's um educational as well and it also has to do with 
uh, the interaction of, I guess, the four H'ers, and they, they compete against one another, and they've been working hard raising animals. I think you touched on that a little bit, but let's talk about the competition part and some of the reward part for these uh, young people, and what, what is the age range involved as well? Our, our schedule on a website that Sarah just spoke about will show you where the different um, 4-H animal shows are, where the kids who are part of the various 4-H clubs will show their their prized beef cattle, their dairy cattle, um, their goats, their sheep in a, in a show ring setting where you'll see how well the animals have been trained to, uh, to show themselves for composition, for breeding, um, very important parts of, of animal growth and animal husbandry. Um, it's, uh, the shows are fun. One of the shows that's very spectacular is the Longhorn Show which occurs late in a week. And if you can be here for that show, you'll see an animal that is large in scale, has huge horns, and is just a really interesting uh, educational experience in our cattle pavilion. Right. Now, you may have touched on this, but I want to just reiterate this. There's also something almost guaranteed to happen every fair, at least as long as I've been around. I've only been around maybe, I guess, the last eight years or so. But there's new life in the cattle pavilion almost each year uh, where a, a cow will give birth to a calf. What, what is that? What is that like? And what can people look forward to? We don't have to get too graphic because of course it is, it is a natural process, but uh, where does that happen? And uh, when can people look forward to that might that occurrence? Um, Adventist Healthcare Shady Grove um, Medical Center sponsors what we call our Mooternity Ward. And it's a birthing center where cattle that have been bred specifically to give birth during the fair, um, generally most cattle are artificially inseminated in order to uh, make sure that births happen in, in, a, in a good and orderly way. But we will have a half a dozen or so cattle that give birth during the fair. And it's an opportunity to see how a cow does give birth in a, in a good, safe medical setting. We have veterinarians here on board. And it is a process that is truly memorable. Well, speaking of memorable processes, one of the things that surprised me at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair is that there are iron workers or steel workers. I'm not sure where they are, but there's there's these these guys there, and they have the the bright flames, and they're taking metal, and they're they're hammering it, and they're shaping it into things, and and there's engines on the ground running off of I guess gasoline, like old timey engines. What is that whole area? Uh, trying to share with us and what can we learn in that area of the ag fair? And this is the polar opposite probably of the carnival. So if you only go to the carnival at the fair, you're missing out. There's a lot of things happening at the other end of the ag fair. So what, what are these guys doing with the metal and what are those engines and things doing over there? We have a group here at the fair called our old timers group and they bring to the fairgrounds antique tractors and antique engines that were used to, to provide our food source, you know, for hundreds of years. Not much has changed on farms other than the machines have gotten more, they've gotten bigger, more technologically advanced with GPS, you know, driving them through the various fields so they make sure they get good coverage. But basically the equipment and the process is the same. So in our old timers area, you'll see what Derek talked about old-time engines that, that did the work of farmers and saved them from a lot of backbreaking labor. The, uh, the metal piece that Derek mentioned is our blacksmith's area, where um, very frequently in cities and towns across the country, 
you couldn't go to a Home Depot to get a hinge or to get a door latch or to get a part for a machine. You physically had to make it. So these blacksmiths will actually teach a fairgoer what it takes to take a piece of metal, turn it into something other than what it is. Wow. See, and I can do that. I break stuff all the time, but they're talking about building something by <laughs> changing the metal. What? Exactly. Now, there's some other things that people should know about the Ag Fair. Um, no, aside from the grilled cheese, the best grilled cheese you're going to get probably almost anywhere you'll get at the Ag Fair. But there's also a, a pavilion, and I want to say it's down at the bottom towards the left. So if you're going from the carnival, so go to the carnival, have fun, come down, eat some, eat some food, stop the grandstands, come down further to the animal pavilions and enjoy the animals and the young people that will teach you all about Ag Fair education. But come all the way down, and there's a, a hidden area over to the left. And there's a, I guess there's a competition. And there's like photographs, and there's butterflies, and there's insects, and there's all these little things that people may not know are at the fairgrounds. What is that area called, and what's happening in that area? I don't know how to say this to you, Derek. I'm not sure where you are. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's okay. There's a. I think he's talking about the various exhibits that we have here. We have uh, local people who submit a lot of their artwork. Okay. There's miscellaneous, um, you know, photography. There's drawing. There's, you know, maybe knitting or quilting. We have a bunch of different things, and it's up here on so our upper grounds. Our arts and crafts. Our arts building. and crafts, I believe, is what he's All referring right. yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make some some really cool stuff in there. Yeah, and I've I've had a chance to just to meander around the fair and. One, one, another feature of the fair is that after you've gone to the carnival, your kids still have, have energy. Um, you fed them, they still have energy, but you want to go home. You want to make sure they're good and tired. And there's a whole area for small kids. Uh, I'm not sure what the age ranges are, but I believe it's called kid zone. So where's kid zone and what are some of the things families can look forward to in terms of family fun uh, in the kid zone? Yeah. So our kid zone is going to be near our, Heritage, and we have a bunch of different activities for them. We also have a summer reading program to help motivate kids to read. And if they bring in their certificate, there'll even be ice cream tickets include, um, included in that. And if you check our schedule, we also have a fun dance party going on for them as well. Um, there's various events in our kids zone. And we also have Carrie McQueen, who can be found wandering our fair, and she's up on stilts. So if you see her, she's pretty hard to miss. Wow. Speaking of Terry, okay, she's the tall, she's the super tall lady that she juggles and she's so sweet and she t she's in so many pictures on, on, on social media. What, what, what other attractions do you have this year other than Terry that might be a surprise to people? Are there some things, performers or, acro I'm not sure what, in past years there have been acrobats. Uh, what are we looking forward to this year from uh, featured attractions that people can see around the park? Well, new this year, we'll have Pirates of the Columbian Caribbean up next to our Building 6 and our Home Arts Building. Um, we'll also have on our Pepco Community Stage, um, Josh Knotts is a Vegas-quality illusionist, does really great work. Um, Brad Matchett will be there doing his um, Agricadabra Agricultural Education show again. We'll have uh, several special shows throughout the week um, called Birds of Prey where you'll have an opportunity to experience a PBS-quality um, 
show regarding hawks and other kinds of, of prey birds that are found on farms throughout the country. Um, plenty of opportunities for free entertainment and also some opportunities for our entertainment where you can uh, see monster trucks. You have to pay extra for that. It's an extra ticket. Also demolition derby. Um, we have uh, ATV drag racing this year and truck drag racing. Um, so there's plenty to see and do. All right. All right. So lastly, there's a, there's another dynamic that I admire the Montgomery County agricultural fairgrounds and maybe not everyone knows about it, but there's royalty. There's royalty in, in the, in the, in the form of some of the county's brightest youngsters. Let's talk about the Royal, the Royal, uh, the Royal family, <laughs> the, the team of Royals, the Royal kids and how they become part of the Royal court. And what's the significance of becoming the Ag Fair king and queen? Well, we have a leadership development program here at the fair so that we can teach our young people how to take over and run the fair. And Derek, as you know, we're a highly volunteer-driven organization. About 1,100 volunteers will help put the fair on each year, and they're actively planning and working right now. Our royalty children are all youngsters who have stepped up to the plate and they will assume a position as either a prince or a princess with the chance to become either the fair king or the fair queen. Now, those folks um, provide opportunities to give out ribbons in various shows. They act as, as ambassadors and spokespersons for the fair, and they earn scholarships for their service to the fair that can help pay for their uh, education after they graduate from high school. And on Sunday, I believe, there's a ceremony to honor or to recognize the, the, the incoming king and queen and the king and queen from previous years to give remarks. What, what time is that this year? And I guess they could go to the website, of course. But you know, It'll be 5 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Um, we have our, our 4-H parade, which is always a very cool event because we'll have floats that are built by 4-Hers, unique vehicles and tractors will be in this parade. And it goes through the center of the fairgrounds. Um, takes about a half hour or so for it to occur. So 5 to 5.30, um, the center of the fair is pretty much dedicated to the parade. Immediately following that, we give awards to various 4-H clubs for their uh, work that they've done on their floats, uh, blue ribbons, red ribbons, and white ribbons for second and third place to show that they've done a great job with what they've worked on. And then immediately following that will be the uh, coronation of the king and queen. We also have a cake auction where we sell cakes that, that kids have made, you know, various 4-H kids have made, um, and we auction those off to try and earn money to help support 4-H and maintain their activities throughout the year. So it's a very important fundraiser for the 4-H organization. Wow. And I think a lot of people have heard about 4-H but didn't know that, may not know that 4-H is here in the county. You can raise animals here because Montgomery County, of course, is – has urban areas, but it also has a large ag reserve in rural areas where you can, you can even, I've heard that you can even lease or rent uh, animals. So you can, if you want to raise a, a, raise a horse or have a part in raising a horse, you can maybe do that uh, here as well. So it's, it's kind of cool, kind of cool. Now, the last thing I want to want to talk about, and you can add whatever you'd like to as well, but talking about the nine best days of summer, which is a terrific slogan, what are some of the days that people can look forward to uh, at the Ag Fair, those special days for special groups? Well, we have a number of special days throughout the fair. Um, there'll be family days. That is, happens to be Monday and Wednesday where there's special pricing 
for uh, ride wristbands for folks to come to the fair so they can ride on a very economical budget. Um, there's Veterans Day. There's Senior Day um, that happen throughout the fair week. And once again, go to mcagfair.com. You'll get all of those various days in your calendar. And uh, by all means, uh, load the app. What Sarah talked about earlier, the app is really good. Marty, what's 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 new at the Ag Fair? You know, there's always this thing. There's nothing new under the sun. But here we are post-COVID, and people are coming back to the new normal, and they're coming out to have fun with their families and friends. Uh, what can people look forward to that may, they may not have occurred in previous years, and what other things that you may not have talked about that you may want them to be aware of? Well, every year we try to reinvent the fair. We want to bring something new to the fair. We want to make sure we retain the cultural things that people come to look for. Um, in terms of the historical part of the fair, our home arts department will again be here displaying pies, cakes, canned goods, quilting, weaving, needle pointing, all of those kinds of things that have gone on traditionally in homes um, for centuries. Um, we're also in post-COVID working with Montgomery County government. We will have a COVID-19 vaccine tent here at fairgrounds um, right near the main entrance. If you want to come to get your COVID shot, um, you could come use the 501 Perry Parkway entrance, get into our main parking lot. And before you go into the fair, um, you can ob- obtain a free COVID shot right here on the property. Wow. And speaking of a shot, uh, sometimes I have to take, take a, a humble shot and, and realize, because you know, when I was talking about the upper part of the fair and the lower part of the fair, I was just working my way from the carnival onwards. But that's actually, the carnival's are actually located in a different, in the, in the southern part, the uh, lower part. So, so Marty, give us a, a quick panorama. Like, don't give us the whole map of the fair, but just say you, you entered the fairgrounds at the carnival or you entered at the upper part of the fairgrounds, wherever um, someone may park, and what, what, how someone can just work their way through the fair. Well, there are two ways to get to the fair easily um, by, by vehicle. Um, if, you, if you drive a car, you can drive straight to the fairgrounds, park in our parking lot. Um, interestingly enough, a piece of fair history anyway, um, Troop 477 has been working the parking lot at the fairgrounds since inception. In other words, the same Boy Scout troop has, has been directing traffic in our parking lot since the first days of the fair. So there are grandfathers who come and work with their grandsons and experience the actual fair as they did when they were young. So coming in at that end of the fairgrounds, you enter into our main ticketing pavilion, and you're in the carnival area. Um, You can exit the carnival area at the opposite corner from the entrance. Now you're getting into our independent midway where there's food, lots of vendors, and other things to see and, and experience. Continuing up the hill to, towards the upper grounds, um, there are 40 different barns that are filled with animals of all various farm breeds. There's our old McDonald's barn and also our grandstand. Continuing up the, up the hill, and it's a very shallow walk. It's a great walk. It's a tree-lined uh, avenue. Um, you would approach our old McDonald's barn, which has many different breeds of animals to look at and many folks that are there to teach about those breeds. Um, the big cheese comes up after that. We just got the uh, word today that about a ton and a half of Wisconsin cheese is ready to be shipped here next week, and that will all be turned into the most spectacular grilled cheese sandwiches you can get anywhere. 
And as you continue up farther from the Big Cheese, there's other buildings. There's wood turners. There's blacksmiths. There's our old timers area. There's our farm and garden area. There's our arts and crafts area. So there's plenty to see and do. Wow. There's a lot, lot going on in the fair this year, which is fantastic. And speaking of a lot going on at the fair this year, uh, I plan on being there. So what's happening in MoCo Podcast, we will be on site at the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair. So come out and, and find us. Talk to me. I like to wanna, I always want to know the questions. What's on your mind? What should we talk about? Because you shape the show. So as always, I want you to just come and engage. Come and engage. Come to the Ag Fair. Come engage with us. Talk to us. If you have something you want to talk about, I will make time. So I've get, I get emails all the time. So you have a business you have, you've been honored. Uh, there's things that you want to talk about that's outside of the Montgomery County government or what's outside of what we normally talk about. Come out to the Ag Fair and sit down with me, and we'll, 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 do, we'll interview you there on the spot. So just come talk to us. Uh, see what's, what the non-best days of summer is all about, what's, what's happening in MoCo podcast is all about, and ask the question, what's happening in MoCo, because you deserve the answers. And I will thank you so much to Sarah and Marty for being here today and for speaking to us and sharing so much about the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair. And I'm looking forward to normal, normal um, after a year of COVID and nothing's more normal, normal and great and satisfying than a trip to the Montgomery County Agricultural Fairgrounds. And Sarah, you have something else to add? Yeah, I just wanted to add, speaking of engaging, again, if you download our app, we do have some pretty big fairgrounds and most people tend to have a phone on them. If you download that app, you can view our map to give you a much better placement of where you are if you need any help navigating and locating where you're at at the fair versus where you want to be. And how about free parking at Lake Forest Mall? Mm-hmm. And if you want to come to our fair, we have our parking at our Perry Parkway entrance, which is $10, and you can park here. Or we also have our Lake Forest shuttle available that brings people here for free. Excellent, excellent. Wealth of information there for you guys. So look forward to the Montgomery County Agricultural Fair this year. That's August 13th through the 21st. Starts at 5, uh, 3, 3 o'clock p.m. on Friday the 13th. <laughs> A lucky day for us because the Ag Fair is opening up. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.